Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. I'm here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio with our producer, Stan Lewis. Coach Don can't be with us today, but we're going to have a great discussion. We're going to talk about safety equipment in softball. But before we do, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus nine rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. And make sure you take advantage of that EFP20 discount. It's a great way for you to help support the podcast and save a bunch of money on, on a great purchase. Speaking of supporting the podcast, if you're in a position where you can, please become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. We are talking about 5 10 or $20 a month. We've had a great year and a half or so. The patrons have, have really increased. We're close to breaking even, but we need some more people to come on board. So if you see value in what we're doing, and if you want to be able to help us continue to do it, uh, please consider becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. So safety equipment. Let's talk about something. This is one of my pet peeves. This is something that aggravates the heck out of me. And one of the things that really aggravates me about it is the example that our college players are setting. So once upon a time, a long, long time ago, when I first started coaching, helmets weren't even required. So there was the occasional hitter that would walk up to the home plate without a helmet. And then the helmets started to become more acceptable. And then eventually everybody wore them because they were required. Well, then I coached for a really long time, and face masks on helmets were not available, and then they were not required. And in the college game, they never were required, but in most of the youth leagues and and, uh, school ball leagues and stuff like that, the face masks on the helmets became required. Once upon a time, it was seen as a sign of weakness if a defensive player was wimpy enough or weak enough that they felt that they had to wear a defensive mask. I can remember listening to coaches you know, 15, 20 years ago when masks first started to really become popular for defensive players, saying things like, well, I would never recruit a player who had so little confidence that she felt like she needed to wear a defensive mask. The reason I want us to talk about this today is another example of why safety should never fade, why it should never be something that we lose sight of from a coach's perspective. So in the college game, the hitters are not required to wear the face masks on their helmets. Now, helmets are required. And what a lot of hitters are choosing to do now in the college game is the little cheek flap, you know, the C flap that just kind of covers a little bit of their face, but that does not really protect the face the way that the full uh, birdcage mask does. And a lot of players are choosing to wear nothing at all. Now, I get it. You feel like you can see the ball better. You feel like you get a better look at the pitch. You feel like it might even make you a bit more successful or more likely to be successful at the plate. But What happened in the Utah game the other day tells us why this whole idea of it might make me a little bit better player and why I'm tough enough that I don't need it is something that everybody should just be shaking their head and and wondering, why are we putting ourselves at risk? Why are we allowing things like this to happen? So quick little story, what was happening? You have a really, really talented player playing against a really good opponent. And she fouls the ball off. The ball comes straight from her bat, goes straight up under the brim of her helmet, and hits her square in the face. 
So if she'd had the full face mask on, she would have got rattled a little bit. She would have got shook up a little bit. She might have you know, got her helmet twisted around on her head a little bit, but she would have been just fine. But what ended up happening, because she had the C-flap, that ball that would have hit the mask and dropped harmlessly to the ground, or mostly harmlessly to the ground, dug right into her face. She went down immediately to one knee. You knew immediately that something bad had happened. And then, you know, she had to leave the game. Now, later on, they showed a picture of her in the dugout. So fortunately, it was not so serious that she had to go to the hospital, but it was serious enough that you could see the damage that was done, the injury that was caused. And here's the reason why I want us to talk about it. Coaches, you can set the tone. Make it a priority that your players are always thinking about safety. If they're in a situation where they have a choice about wearing a defensive mask, or a face mask on their helmet, or a mouth guard, or whatever it is that we can have available to them to protect them, even if we're protecting them from themselves, as coaches, that's our job. So I can tell you over the course of my career, I've seen a few really ghastly injuries. And the one that sticks with me still that I will never forget is watching Katie Sutherland get drilled in the face by a thrown ball back in the days before face masks were really a a thing, before they were readily available. Now, Katie ended up having to have several surgeries, ended up being able to come back and play again, and ended up finishing with a really good career during my 2007 season at Tennessee Tech, um, was a key component to that team that, that was the best team I've ever coached. But that night at Statesboro, Georgia, when she was, you know, basically on her knees in a pool of her own blood because she got drilled in the face without having a face mask on, told me all I needed to know. And from that point forward, when face masks were available for helmets, every player on my team was handed a helmet with a mask on it. And when somebody asked if they could take the mask off, if they could play without it, my response was simple. I said, no, you cannot. I'm not going to put you at risk. I'm not going to go through what I went through with Katie again because the risk is just too high. The reward is not great enough, in my opinion, to to offset it. So for all of us coaching, depending upon the level that you're at, there's things that we should be thinking about. What are the accepted pieces of safety equipment that every kid should be playing, especially for young players, but I think for an awful lot of players, are the heart guard shields, the, either the t-shirt or the other thing that uh, you know, kind of straps on that is a separate piece of equipment. But I think that's something that every player should be having. We all watched in terror when uh, DeMar Hamlin, the player from the Buffalo Bills, had to be resuscitated on the field during an NFL game. And what was the cause? The crazy circumstances of at just the right time, just the wrong angle, just the wrong impact, and his, he got hit in the chest and his heart stopped beating. Well, that can happen on a softball field just like it can happen on a football field. Another thing that I've always believed in, I think that every player should get used to wearing, is a mouth guard. We made them a required piece of equipment. I would go to uh, Walmart and buy a selection of 99 cent or $1.99 or whatever they were, plastic mouth guards, and every player on our team wore them. Why? Because if you have the mouth guard in and you get hit in the face, you might get a split lip, but you're probably going to keep all your teeth. We also know that there's a connection between the impact and your jaws clacking together that leads to concussions. So every player should have a a mouth guard. Every player on the infield at younger ages, and every player on the infield forever, I think, should be wearing defensive masks. The reason is really simple. The bad hop that we see happen happens to great players just like it happens to bad players. And the idea that 
a great player doesn't need to defend herself or has the ability to defend herself is just faulty thinking. When that ball gets hit at 100 miles an hour and takes a bad hop, there's not enough time for you to move the right pieces of your body fast enough to protect yourself. So the defensive masks are something that I think we should definitely be advocating for and, and using. And the face masks on the helmets, to me, is an absolute no-brainer. If you want to see what's going to happen, just go watch the replay of that Utah-UCLA Pac-12 championship game, and you're going to watch a great player at a really high level be totally undefended and unable to protect herself because that foul ball comes off that bat so fast. So, coaches, there's your uh, coach prep tip. Safety has to always be our number one priority. The terrible things that can happen, the tragedies that we see, the injuries that we see, those don't get undone just because we wish we would have done something else. The only way we can keep it from happening is to keep it from happening. And the best way for us to do that is to make sure that our players are always protected with whatever protective equipment we can give them. So that's going to wrap up this week's edition of Coach Prep. Please make sure you check out our website, order your square cuts training discs there. You go to fastpitchprep.com, order them up. We'll get them shipped out to you right away. They're $49.95 a dozen. You can also check out the YouTube channel and the blog posts while you're there. Also, if you have questions, ideas, suggestions, please make sure you reach out to us at everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. Coach Don and I love talking about stuff that you're interested in, and uh, we certainly would love to hear from you. So for Coach Don McKinley, our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.